Crucifixions are powerful works, and this one by Marc Chagall, one of several he painted, is perhaps surprising, not just because it's by one of the most famous Jewish artists in the world, but because of its restrained colour palette. The pale lilac and black watercolour and ink are in stark contrast to Chagall's customary, whimsical, brightly coloured paintings. These usually teem with vibrant animals and figures from Russian folklore, echoes of the late 19th century in his native Vitebsk in Russia. Sarah McDougall introduces us to Chagall's Apocalypse en Lila Capriccio. This is one of Chagall's most important works and also one of the most important works within the Benary collection. It was probably executed in April 1945 when Chagall was a refugee in New York. He'd been in mourning since 1944 for his late wife, Bella, who had died unexpectedly. And at this time, the news of the concentration camps was beginning to break on Pathé Newsreels. And Chagall produced this work directly in response to hearing that news. However, he conflated the horrors of that time with the news about his wife, Bella, by creating a hermaphrodite figure on the cross. We see that it has both male and female attributes. The crucified figure is also wearing Jewish prayer phylacteries around the left arm and on the head, a reference to the deaths of Jews across Europe. At the figure's feet, a black-clad persecutor wears a Nazi armband. But Chagall has subverted the image. Chagall includes a swastika within the work, but deliberately paints it the wrong way round in order to show his lack of respect, indeed his hatred for the Nazi regime. On the right-hand side of the work, we see a clock missing its hands. Time has stopped. Civilised life has ended. It's the moment of the apocalypse in the title. Stretching down the right side of the paper, a number of horrific scenes evoke Jewish suffering. They include another crucifixion, a hanging, and a boat packed with refugees. Chagall himself was a refugee of sorts. He originally left his native Russia for France, where he became a citizen and worked alongside key figures in French modernism. In 1941, he fled occupied France for New York, but later returned to France, where he spent the rest of his life. The way this work came into the Benori collection is a remarkable story. To hear it, enter 260 now. <laughs> 